Am I Pretty Now? A podcast about the ugly side of beauty. With Haley and Aaron. All right, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Am I Pretty Now? A podcast about the ugly side of beauty. I'm Haley. I'm Aaron. And we're not going to do any frills this round. We're just going to jump right into the topic. Aaron's going to be uh, presenting for us. Uh, we were talking to our buddy Jose, who helps us set things up because we're incapable. And um, and he knows it. So <laughs> he knows it. He uh, encourages it just mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but he likes it. <laughs> I hope he does. He, he likes us to need him just a little bit. <laughs> but he did get an earful of, um, should we say, like ingredients that have to do with today's topic. Yeah. And he was thoroughly disgusted with us as he was walking mm-hmm. out of the room. So I'm not going to play it up too much more. We're just going to roll into it. So Aaron's in the hot seat. So grab a drink, grab a seat, and let's get started. Hey, guys. Uh, so as Haley kind of alluded to, um, I'm going to be discussing some unusual, I guess, ingredients today. Um, I don't feel like ingredients uh, is the proper word, but I can't think of anything else. So the whole thing kind of started, I was at work. I mean, and we had like discussed doing something similar to this before. Yeah. Um, But I was at work, what, maybe like two weeks ago. And one of the girls was going through some different products that she was seeing. Um, Some of the people that I work with had just been like on a buying trip to New York and there were some interesting seeming ingredients sure. uh, in some of the products uh, that I hadn't really heard of people using too frequently. I had heard of, but never like in person, like seen a product that actually had some of the ingredients in them before. You never got your so, hands on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I haven't, tr- I only tried one, I mean, which is well too, I guess. Um, but they're not the more intense products they're like very basic um so i'm just going to kind of like lead us in starting with that it just kind of made me so hate to be so cryptic but the ingredients are basically derived from animals so this just kind of turned into like i'm going to be very blunt with you guys i don't know why my episodes always seem to be like the really (laughs) gross ones but they do uh basically like different animal secretions i guess would be a good way to say (laughs) i like uh, it that are used in a lot of our beauty and skincare and hair products all right i'm ready so just to jump right into it i'm gonna start we're pretty tame i know a lot of you guys probably do use a lot of products uh including so we're gonna start with like our friends uh the bumblebees 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 and honeybees (laughs) um so our friends the bees uh they're not just good for you know pollinating flowers uh we do see a lot of different uses of bees uh, in the beauty industry. Um, So I'm just going to kind of start. Obviously, I think a lot of us are aware of like honey and products. (laughs) It's been around. I mean, again, going back to the Egyptians. Yep. They were one of the first civilizations that we were, you know, their milk and honey baths. Um, So they were using it for years and years and years. A number of other civilizations, ancient Egypt, ancient Greece, China, Um, all used bees for different purposes. Um, So today, the main thing you're going to be seeing, and we actually use um, one of these products in the spa I'm currently with, um, uh, Manuka Honey. We use it like in one of our balms as cleansers. Um, They are in mostly balms, that sort of product. Yeah, yeah. Um, One of the good things about that, um, they're antimicrobial, soothing, hydrating. Obviously, anything that's also hydrating is going to be anti-aging. So you're going to see it in a lot of those products too. Um, and honey, for whatever reason, just does have like a very, I think because it almost has that sort of like petrolatum jelly sort of like feel to it. It's very occlusive. So if somebody has super dry cracked skin, it's also like very healing and yes. nourishing as well. Yep. And that's what I know it as, as mm-hmm. a massage therapist. Yep. Is it's like the natural holistic side of healing. Yeah. Um, we have a girl at work who is really, really into that type of stuff. I've actually hit her up a few times to help assist yeah. her out. And um one of the uh, another coworker had something going on with her eye. And everyone's like, dude, you got to go to the doctor, get that checked out. And this other girl was like, why don't you just try putting a little bit of honey in it? And she was like, it has to be Manuka. Right. Um, she was like, but I know it's going to sound weird. Put it directly into your eye, though. The woman came in and her eye was all, we thought honestly yep. she had pink eye. 
And everybody was really freaking out. She came in the next day and it was almost completely healed up. And it was from that honey. That's awesome. <clears throat> yeah. But also with pink eye, there are different forms. They're bacterial as well as viral. So they're not all necessarily something that you're going to absolutely catch from other people. Oh, hey. I learned that <laughs> after I got that amazing eye infection um, after the makeup demonstration at a place that we both worked at. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That was cool. <laughs> that was awesome. That was really fun. <laughs> 10 out of 10. It was not a great time for Aaron. Yes. It, it, it was not. I just kept thinking it was getting better and better and better. Nope. I forgot about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And everybody thought I was contagious. And I was like, I'm not. Like, I promise <laughs> I'm allowed to be here right now. Um, but yeah. So that's probably like the way that most of us know it. Sure. Um, moving into something a little bit. It's still not super extreme. But I mean, it's probably not great. There are a lot of people who probably can't be using this. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, like. A lot of products out there, I never really thought of this until um, one of my aesthetics classes, I had multiple students who were actually allergic to um, numerous bee products. Ooh. Beeswax, honey, like numerous things. So just, you know, again, people do think of it as something very soothing, but, you know, you want to be cautious. (laughs) The next thing is used quite frequently now in a lot of products. It's alluded to in product names, even if it's not in the product. Okay. Um, but bee venom. Ooh. And obviously this is going to be an issue for someone who has an allergy to bees. <laughs> of course. Um, but bee venom, it's found in a number of skincare products, facial products, cosmetics. Um, you can find a lot of products out there. There's one line in particular, everything, you know, it was like lip venom and, you know, this, that and the other. Just super dramatic. Um, I do use some of those products sometimes. They don't have actual venom in them. Um, but you'd be surprised at the number of facial products that if you actually look well. Okay. Um, so just to kind of go back into like the way that they used to use this, it's not commonly used this way now. But some cultures do still do this. Okay. Um, I don't like it. <laughs> well, okay. So <laughs> I'm not even going to say more. We're just going to get into it. Um, but basically... Um, what they used to do, even like occurring back, um, again, going back to like our, our ancient civilizations, um, and a lot of religious texts even mention doing this or using this in various um, like traditional rites. Ooh. Um, they used live bees. Ooh. So now there's like a very, a much more gentle extraction process by which the bees don't need to die. Yes. Um, but back in the day, they would literally take live bees and some places, again, still do this. Um, you can find videos. (laughs) Um, they will take live bees and whatever area they want to treat, they will just let them go to town. Oh, see, that would scare me so much. Um, it's the most potent way for this to work. Obviously, it's the most direct way, um, you know, for, for this to work. Um, and there were actually times that they would do this. It was usually like best some, I think it was like spring to autumn, they said, because that's like when the main like pollination season is happening. So there's something in their bodies, like biologically, that like bees who were around during that time of year, because we do know they don't have the longest lifespans. Fair. Um, bees who were around during that time, there's something, um, and I'm remiss. I didn't really do you know, my research on this part of it. But there's something um, that causes their venom to actually be more potent during that time. Really? Just something that just like biologically, it's like they just know like this is pollination season and they're ready to go. Um, and even though like when they're pollinating, they're not stinging, there's just this um, sort of chemical effect that's going on in their bodies that causes their venom to be I guess, better and stronger during that time. I wonder... So that's when they like to harvest or use the bees. Okay. I wonder if it's just like a predator thing. Because, like, living somewhere that does have four seasons. Yep. Winter, like, end of fall is, like, dead season. Mm -hmm. Nothing is around. Everything comes back during that little time span of seasons that you were saying. So I wonder if it's just a, like, they have way more meanies out to get them probably <laughs> that biologically yeah, they don't really need to worry like, about too much the rest of the year so now here they're like yep yeah i do think it's a shame that they're 
defense mechanism. Yeah. Is also like a, an it's, ender. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that, that bums me out a little bit. Um, it also does bum me out that people used to use them for this purpose because, you know, they don't live that long anyway. Yeah. And little bumbles and honeybees are our friends. It's called apathy. Apatherapy. Yes. Yes. Yep. Um, and I was actually just going to say, so that's perfect. <laughs> Um, that um, it is uh, what they extract from their stingers is called an apotoxin. Oh, I wondered why it was called apotherapy. That makes yep. so much sense. <laughs> um, so it can cause, and obviously that's one of the things that like, because, you know, toxin. Mm-hmm. Um, so it causes some of that redness, some of that swelling, some of that pain. So when people are having that like severe allergic reaction, it's usually going to be to that um, apotoxin. However, okay. contained in the apotoxin are a number of um, enzymes, peptides, amino acids, a lot of really good hydrating, um, you know, things that can also help like with cellular regeneration in our bodies. Wow. Uh, so that's one of the main reasons that they, they were using that obviously back in the day. They didn't know somebody probably just got stung by a bee. <laughs> right. And they were like, oh, that wound healed. Yes. Or, oh, look at my lips. <laughs> they look so full and luscious now. <laughs> They hurt like hell. <laughs> right. But they look full and luscious. <laughs> um, and then um, there's also something called uh, melathin in there. That's um, It's interesting because it's both an anti-inflammatory, antibacterial, antiviral, but does still cr- create that controlled injury effect. Okay. So it's weird. It's kind of like they're working in conjunction with one another. They both have good qualities as well as the negative qualities but they kind of like balance each other out if you're willing to like deal with it yes yes um it is good for a number of anything um blood circulation increases your collagen and elastin production so Mm. it plumps firms um temporarily smooths obviously because it's sort of plumping everything up sure um uh, and it does uh relax your muscles as well Yes. Um, they call that um, an anaphylactic response. Unfortunately, a lot of people that is, you can go into shock, you have that really <laughs> bad allergic reaction. Yeah. Um, but when it's happening to like a lesser degree, they're not as concerned with it for whatever reason. Um, but they actually do call it a temporary, a lot of brands out there, you can find them. I'm not going to just name any. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> um, but they actually refer to it as a temporary natural Botox. Stop because it, it does relax those muscles and as we know botox um, botulinum toxin basically just stops them from working it has a temporary uh temporarily paralyzes them yeah this doesn't paralyze them fully so you do still have a little more movement um but people are using this in injections as a temporary botox that's wild so just get stung with uh bee venom (laughs) yeah and you'll be good um i Honestly, I feel like I might be allergic to them, though. I stepped on a bee once at the pool when I was little, right on the bottom of like, ooh, got me right in the bottom of the foot. Um, I don't think they ever got the stinger out. Like one of the lifeguards was like trying to get it out and it just wasn't happening. Um, But I remember like that was very painful. Yeah. And I was stung, I think, one other time and like my entire hand turned purple. So I would not necessarily be a good candidate for this. But I just like to put that out there because a lot of people, again, they hear natural. Yes. Yep. Or organic. And they're like, oh, it's good for me then. No. Not always. <laughs> right. Um, but if you are someone, you know, to whom this sounds really interesting, you can absolutely um, use it that way yeah. as, as well. They're formulating a lot of different injectables using this. Just see um, the right people. Right. Oh, basically. my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't order it from Amazon. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, don't inject get it myself. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, also, please don't go to Goop because Gwyneth Ugh. Paltrow is a huge proponent. We're probably going to get in trouble one day because we talk about certain people all the time. <laughs> um, but Gwyneth Paltrow uses it. She doesn't, to my knowledge, I think at one point in her life, like she was someone who got stung by bees. I don't think she does anymore. I think she just gets like injected with it. I think I was sharing with you yesterday, this product doesn't have it in it, but I saw an ad the other day for, I don't even know what it was called. It started with an X, I think. Ooh, okay. For like a really weird version of Botox, but like you still have some lines. 
So it's supernatural. And I'm like, then don't, like, why yeah, but, put yourself through it at all then? Absolutely. That's weird. Like, I'll just continue using some face creams. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep. Um, It's also very big in K-beauty trends. Oh, okay. So just, you know, wanted to, you know, throw that in there. I know that um, was geared towards towards me. Thank yes, you. <laughs> it was. It was. Um, but in addition to just sort of like beauty, um, it's also used for a number of other reasons. When it's used as an injection, um, it's good for people with multiple mm-hmm. sclerosis, tendinitis, arthritis, and a number of other um, issues. Yes. I saw a documentary about that. Yeah. Um, I think it was a gentleman was suffering from like very severe rheumatoid arthritis. Mm-hmm. And what they would do was they would just take like a cup of bees and just put it over the joint yep. that they wanted to inject it. That's and then what they do. Yep. Shake them up and they stung him. Get them agitated. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. I mean, my <laughs> thing is like, I mean, I guess they would have to do a spot treatment to see like. To make sure Are you're you not allergic, because that would be the <laughs> <Right>. worst. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's good for that stuff. Um, it's good for someone with morning stiffness, someone with joint swelling. Oh, um, you can actually take, and I don't know how they know this, but the average person could potentially, in a treatment, yeah, it's been known to go up to eighty stings in a day. Oh my gosh! I don't want to be stung. Whether one it's one enough. time or throughout my day, <laughs> that many times by bees, I'd prefer not to be stung at all. But um, you can actually do like up to 80 stings. Get out. No, thank you. Um, and as you said, it's called um, apotherapy. Uh, and it ranges anywhere between 150 to $350 per treatment. Wow. So not like per like series, but like... Per, per time one. you have this done. And that's like whether you're being stung, whether you're being injected. Um, wow. That's kind of the general range. The only issue is over time, like with anything else, your body just sort of starts to accept it. Yeah. So you need more and more and more and more. Yeah. So, so don't go whole hog the first time <laughs> and get your 80, you know, yeah. syringes or, you know, what what have you. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Um. So I'm assuming then this is a thing that, you have to consistently. Mm-hmm. It's you can't to just me, stop. It's, yeah. So whether it's for um, the sake of aesthetics or whether it's for the sake of like your health, yeah. Over time, it does start to lose a lot of its efficacy. So you just Ugh. need to continue on. Which is why I think it's like a good temporary measure, yes. but you need to be looking at other options. You know. Especially for the long term for the medical side of stuff. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you have you know tendonitis or you know. MS, like you mentioned, you know, rheumatoid arthritis, those aren't going to be things that are going to go away, you know, over time, they're just going to sort of continue to progress. Sure. Um, So you're going to really have to look at other options. Okay. But it's a good starting point. Absolutely. I thought it was interesting because I just sort of knew about a lot of products with honey. I wasn't necessarily thinking about like the venom side of things. Yeah, me neither. Um, Yeah. That's that's wild. But yeah. Huh. Yep. So then, side quest question. Yeah. If you're like- I always get distracted by a side quest. <laughs> I never finish the actual mission. I either have to focus on one or the other. Yeah. A friend and I, Whether another in conversation friend and I, or in life. Yeah. We were just talking about this where like we've never actually finished a full video game no. because we get distracted by all the side quests. I've never. Yeah. I'm nope. either like, no, I'm just doing my main quest. Yep. Which after a while, I'm like, oh, but all this other fun stuff's happening, and I lose yes. interest in my quest, so yep. I just never finish the game. Yeah. Or I'm just busy doing so many other <laughs> things, I never get back to what I was supposed to do. Yeah. If I see a glowing cat anywhere oh, yeah. in the game, I am finding that yes, cat. Yes, you're going to do it. Even if it's just for pets, yep. I will go over to that cat. Yep. Um, but my side quest yes. question was, if you're allergic to, like, I guess there's two questions. If you're allergic to bee stings Mm -hmm. does that automatically make you allergic to like the beeswax and honey and all that stuff i don't believe so because i'd also had a student who was allergic to um honey but not to beeswax which Ah, i thought was weird because it's kind of like made from like a very similar thing but she had a much less i i shouldn't say she wasn't allergic but i think she had she had a much lesser reaction okay that makes sense. So I, I think you probably still have it to a certain degree. Okay. Um, but maybe just not not as intense. Okay. That makes sense. 
I forgot my second question. <laughs> I was going to say, I could tell you had another one, but you're just I, like, uh-huh. Yeah, no, we're good on that I one. I was thinking about it halfway through your answer, and I was like, shit, I don't remember what my second question was. Give me a... <laughs> um, and then, so I just sort of like moved on from there um, to another type of venom. Okay. This one grosses me out. I'm going to be honest. This is one of the products that um, the girl at work uh, brought back. Oh, okay. But it wasn't the venom itself. It was something else that I'm going to mention, but I don't really know that much about it. So, um, but snake venom. Ugh. I don't really want anything to mm. do. I don't, I almost don't care. Like, and this is someone who, like, I do wear snake prints. Sure. I love the look of it. Absolutely. Um, but you don't like snakes. I don't want anything to do with an actual snake. <laughs> I don't want fair. it injected. I don't no. want any part of it smeared on me. No. I mean, I had a friend at one point like who had a snake i touched it that's it i'm good i'm good okay that's fair Um, i don't need to see the snakes either yeah yeah um so what snake venom does um it's very similar um as the again the word botox comes up here sure um it temporarily inhibits your muscle movement sort of the same um they consider it to be um they do though the one nice thing is they have a lot of synthesized versions now Ooh. Where they don't actually need to have any part of the snake, like, there. Like, they've been able to do so many formulations that they can actually create it in lab. Get so out. that it's basically just a synthetic version of snake venom. That being said, I still, as intrigued as I am by that, I still don't <laughs> want anything to do with it. Just because I know... It's still snakey. It was prompted by snake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. And again, um, they do say that this can be sort of like a Botox. They do use this in a lot of other injectables um, in a very similar way to the bee venom. Bee venom isn't quite as popular, I think, because it doesn't have quite as extreme a result. Sure. Yeah. Um, And, you know, most of the time when people are paying what they're usually paying, they want pretty clear results. Yes. Yep. Um, And obviously, if someone has an allergy, which I don't know how you would know. And I would think it would maybe depend on the type of snake. Yeah. Um, That's an unfortunate one to find it's out. It's contraindicated if you have an allergy. You just, just gotta figure venom. it out first. <laughs> it's like, though, I always get a kick out of all of the ads you see, you know, where they're like, don't take if you have, if you are allergic to, and it'll say the name of the drug. Uh huh. Well, how do you know until you've taken it or any, you know, ingredient in the drug? <laughs> and also, again, why how are do you, you know until you've that? done it? Yeah. I don't know if I'm allergic to something until I've had it, tried it, or, you know. Yeah. 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 Those sections of those commercials are really weird to me. They're really, really weird. And half the time, the side effects are worse than, like, whatever it is. Like, I saw one for, like, severe depression. And it was, like, but, and the side effects were, like, uh, diarrhea, (laughs) uh, migraines, Something else, and I'm like, things that make you want to stay at home, like, yeah, because you can't go out if you have diarrhea or a headache. Now you're depressed again. (laughs) Well, my favorite, too, especially with like antidepressants, is um, where they tell you it could cause suicidal thoughts, and it's like, isn't that literally what you were trying to prevent, though? Yes, like, why would you? That's even even a dumber down version. My dad is prescribed a medication for high blood pressure, and the first side effect on the paper is high blood is pressure high blood pressure so he's also on another mm-hmm. pill to lower blood pressure and it's like wh- i love why? that you have to take a pill to counteract counteract <laughs> the things that the pill you're taking is yes then like why are you why even bother? on the pill yeah or um oh my gosh what was the one it was something about something with like I think it was another like heart thing, but it was something with like a, some sort of like plaque buildup or, you yeah. know, like yep. heart disease. And one of the side effects was a new or worsening heart disease. And I'm like, yeah. isn't that what you're trying you're, to prevent? <laughs> Fucking it's, pharmaceuticals. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> we're going to make this pill that does the thing you're trying to avoid, but we're also going to make another pill that offsets that. But then you can take this other pill that actually works. Yes. Yes weird so irritating (laughs) um but so there are some different types um of snakes that traditionally are used okay um so one of the first um that they were seeing was called the step viper i believe s-t-e-p-p-e um they saw it in 37 b-c-e rome dang Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> um, it's good for a wound healing. Um, they know that only because there were a number of, um, I was going to say written literature, <laughs> but it's not like there, there were a number of uh, were written a number accounts. Of pamphlets. Yeah. <laughs> they were, that, that were handed out booklets, brochures. Um, but just sort of a detailing um, that they did have uh, this wound healing effect. There was, I guess, a tale at one point of someone who had been um, just very mildly, I would assume, like they did not die, uh, but um, <laughs> a, a sword wound. Okay. Ooh. They were, they were wounded with a sword, which again, I'm assuming wasn't that <laughs> intense because this actually, um, they realized for whatever reason, they put the snake venom on. Okay. Um, from the step viper, and it actually acts as a coagulant, so it prevented the person from bleeding out. Oh. So they were able to like save save their life. Oh, that's wild. So again, like, what at any point in time like makes people like we should try and, this? And back in the day, that's what they would do. They would like sort of similar to the bees. They would like let them get you. Get you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't care how helpful it is. I don't want to be bitten by a snake. No. I don't want to be bitten by anything. I don't even want it near me. Oh, no. gross. No. Um, <laughs> I want to be dramatic and be like, I'd rather just die. <laughs> just let me die. <laughs> um, but I'm sure like in real life, if like, no, I don't know. Now I'm picturing it. And I was going to say, no, I don't think I would take that route. But I think I still might because I'm, <laughs> no. Um, and then obviously um, the model that they usually use is the Temple Viper. Okay. That's like the most traditional version of it. Again, multiple cultures and civilizations. Um, usually they say you need to be treated with this for about a month or so. It's in a lot of creams and serums. Again, the main thing with this is either going to be wound healing. So for someone who has had some sort of obviously wound um, <laughs> that, that, you know, just isn't healing properly for them. Um, serious abrasions, cuts, that sort of thing. Um, but again, a lot of times it's going to be used for also just like cosmetic purposes. Sure. Um, so yep. even if it's used topically, it does still have some effect as well. It doesn't just have to be injected. Okay. Um, a lot of people use it for stretch marks, scarring. Oh. Um, it can be used for skin infections, depending on what the skin infection is. Okay. Um, so I almost look at it as like an animal secretion version of like tea tree oil or that sort of thing where it's like it can be good for okay. any number of things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm glad like they don't have the snakes bite you anymore, but that's what the, what their go-to was for years and years and years. Okay. Um, I thought it was interesting. Um, they still do have this in a lot of medications, like, um, in, um, like Eastern countries and cultures. This is another product that was in something that this girl brought back and I didn't really know. I couldn't find too much about it, if I'm honest, other than just it was referenced in a few places. So it's not like I could actually find any sort of like scientific, you know, tests that had been done. Yeah, yeah. Um, But snake skin itself, they're saying if it's ground up into like either a powder or like mixed with something else. Okay. Um, For sort of like a poultice, it's good for skin disorders and wound healing as well. Um, It's in a lot of creams uh, for people with dry cracked skin, psoriasis, and rosacea. Get out. So people who have like some more, I don't say like severe like skin disorders, but who have like some some more serious skin conditions. Absolutely. um, They do have this in a number of products for them as well. What name it might go by, I don't know because I'm assuming like – Again, I was seeing that, oh, yeah, and it's still used today in a lot of different places. Traditionally in, like, um, like Asian and Eastern markets, yeah. you can still just purchase it. Right, right. But here in the West, um, it is in different things. It goes by different names. But no, I couldn't actually find the name of products. So I'm going to have to look that up. Okay. So if anyone knows, let me know. Yes, give um, us a I'd holler. be interested. <laughs> um, and then um, – the term snake oil salesman I thought was interesting because I was like, well, wait, like if snake venom actually does work and snake skin does work, where did that come from? Because we all know it's, you know, that sort of like, oh, like he's a snake oil salesman. Like this yeah. person is saying this thing works. They're going to sell it to you yep. and come up with all these claims and it's not. Yeah, and he's a croc. Right. Um, so it's usually just used when someone's trying to sell you something that has no sufficient evidence of working. Um but that's sort of like a misnomer because at this point we do know that 
a lot of snake related products do actually work. Right. Yeah. Um, so I just thought that was interesting. I just wanted to throw that in there. No, I, I knew somebody that. somewhere would be like, but then what about, you know, if you say a snake oil? So, so like what you're saying doesn't work. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Also, like we've been able to do enough research at this point at this, yeah like there aren't uh, well that's not true i was gonna say there's not really any guys that we would refer to oh there are though but they're snake totally oil salesmen. Are. there totally yeah. are um <laughs> for me and i know it's a weird thing to think of whenever i think of snake oil salesman i don't know what he was actually selling but back in the day in <laughs> the pete's dragon movie Ooh. There was that traveling sales guy who was like creepy, and I feel like he might have been like a snake oil salesman or something. I could see him. So being I one. always think of that. Yeah. See, I instantly went to like, and I don't know why. Bad guy in Pete Strike. <laughs> like the ShamWow guy. <laughs> yes. Do you know what? I was going to say the ShamWows work though, but they don't. I don't know if they do. I don't know. I've never used one. And then I was going to say Mr. My Pillow. He was the first one I thought of, too, when <laughs> right. I was thinking of, like, real life. Uh-huh. I don't care how good a pillow is. And to be honest, I got talked into, I was at the Lehigh Valley Mall. <laughs> I don't know the name of the brand, but one of the kiosks. I'm that person. Are you they the know sucker? it's me, and they're like, oh, mm-hmm. hi. You know, I was really <laughs> bored, and I just, went, I was, I needed new pillows was the thing. Okay. And there was a kiosk, and they were selling pillows. And I was like, let me just look. I'm not going to get anything. They talked me into buying these like bamboo pillows and whatever. They were great, but I literally spent like $80 on, I think, like two pillows. Stop it. What? They were fine. No, do you know what? It was more than that because I remember thinking they were expensive. It wasn't – I don't think it was for both. I think it was like per pillow, but I got a deal and it was like a little over 100 something. But for two pillows that I bought at the mall, because they always stay uh, cool. Uh-huh. And they're going to retain their shape forever. They retained their shape. Like, I use my pillows hard. I think they retain their shape <laughs> maybe, like, a few months. And then I was like, well, yeah. Oh, womp womp. It's fine. But now I get a little angry every time, like, I go to the mall and I see them there. I'm like, you, you jerks. But I also know it's my fault, too. Because I know I shouldn't because I got roped in in college to buying... Oh my gosh, Aaron. You know the uh it's <laughs> all, the only two times. Um, but the uh the Dead Sea nail product with lotions and whatever people. Yes. I got roped into that once. And I actually bought um two other sets as like gifts for people for Christmas that year too. After that though, I got smart because then I was in the industry. And, you and they would better. be like, Oh, miss, you know, and I like literally I probably seemed like a bitch, but I was like I'm a licensed professional. No thanks. <laughs> and I would just keep walking. Um, I got stopped at that one before. And I just let them do their thing. And they were like, would you like to buy? It's and always I'm like, a guy no. who's like, oh, hello, beautiful woman. And you're yes. like, I can hear more of that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll stop for you for five minutes. I also got stopped at. I know you're lying, but thank you. Yeah, but keep showering me. Yes, with com- exactly. Compliments. Exactly. Um, I also got stopped at one of those kiosks that did I forget if it was like a curling iron or it it curled your hair Mm -hmm. and this was when I was in high school so it was like you spent hours straightening your hair to go to the mall and he tested a piece and I was like oh I don't have time to do this and the motherfucker wouldn't straighten out that piece of hair so I had to walk around the mall with all straight hair to curl in the back of my head they won't I was like, I should have bought if you purchase something then he would have yeah well he probably would have curled the rest of my hair (laughs) but now if you don't play their game no nope just one curl at the back of my head i was like you jerk (laughs) he knew what he was doing you he didn't get what he wanted you didn't get what you wanted um but yeah so um getting back on track uh the next thing i have is still sort of along those lines but it's getting a little bit more into like secretion style um snails This one interested me because I see it making a resurgence Mm -hmm. and they have so many um, like facial products out there Yeah, with snail secretions. Mm -hmm. They have so many um, like sheet masks, snail, and it sounds disgusting. It doesn't smell the best, but let me tell, like I've seen some people after they've used the sheet masks, I have it. But uh, I know, <laughs> but um, that like they're luminous. Again, really? I'm not going to mention brands, but like it really seems to work. 
Um, I have used like a little like cream here and there, just like tested some. Absolutely. Um, and it, it is pretty good stuff. But so I just thought I would move into that because it's yeah. another one that, you know, I'm, I'm kind of um, aware of. <laughs> so like I was just mentioning, you can get it in sheet masks. You can get it in various skincare products. Those are like the most popular ways of utilizing this. Okay. Going back to our other uh, animals, though. Uh-huh. There are versions now. I think they're being regulated a little bit more. It's not used as much in like Western civilizations and culture. Yeah. Where, and again, you can find videos. They literally um, will place the snails Ew. directly on your face Ew. or your skin wherever <laughs> you want. Okay. They will uh, leave their secretions behind. But as they're going through, they will, similar to um, the fish pedicures where they like eat the dead skin. Yeah. That's what your snails will do too. Really? They'll eat the dead skin off the top, never going too far down. So it's like an exfoliation and then they leave their secretion behind for this like hydrating, plumping, um, just sort of like a mate like they, you know, vitamins, like rich in vitamin E, rich in your amino acids and your enzymes again. So Everything it's like your skin literally wants. you're getting an exfoliation and this wonderful serum afterward, which I shouldn't say that way. Um, <laughs> but, but you yeah. did. <laughs> so snails are um, kind And of their excretions also contain collagen, which we really? all need. Um, so that version isn't used so much in the U.S., but again, you know, you can um, use, you know, sheet masks and, and things of that nature. Yeah. But traditionally, they're just placed right on whatever area you want to treat. It's really big in K-beauty again. Sure. Um, which I think is one of the reasons we're seeing it coming up so much mm -hmm. in sheet masks, because that's another big thing as well. Yes. Um, so the snail mucus, that's what it is. <laughs> it's fair. Not cute. <laughs> um, antioxidants, glycolic acid, proteins hyaluronic acid collagen so it's like all of the things you you want Ugh, just everything plumping so these are just incredible little creatures um they were used in ancient greece um they would take um the crushed snail shells which i don't like because that means you had to you, you know they house. were crushed yeah <laughs> um they realized um that that in a poultice would help to heal wounds oh um, if you um, use it on your hand, um, a lot of people in different hands, one of different hands, <laughs> one of the things they realized, I think, with like formulating a lot of like hand creams, because you're going to see it in a lot of those now. Yeah. Um, there are still countries where they have snail farmers. Really? And they noticed over time, their hands were like silky, smooth <gasps> and plump and like really like belied the person's age. I like, you wouldn't know. You know how, like, a lot of times, you know, you'll say, like, oh, like, I can tell how old somebody is yep. by looking at their hands. Yes. People wouldn't know. Get out. So they were like, wait a minute. Like, there, there is something to this as well. So, um, yeah. So snail farmers, um, you can actually replace your retinoids um, and some of your stronger glycolic acids with snail serum. Because wow. they work just as well. Um, but one of the big major drawbacks um, that have happened as well is obviously they're living creatures and because their mouths are on you, um, they could be potential carriers of E. coli. Ooh, okay. Um, I don't, I'm going to, oh, there's something called a, I'm, a rat lungworm. Ew. That they, which is a disgusting name <laughs> in and of itself, um, which actually is like, um, can cause a form of meningitis. Ooh. So you can have permanent brain damage. But you'll have good skin. Your skin will be amazing. <laughs> Picking you will battles. forever ageless. <laughs> um, but yeah, so E. coli wow. and rat lungworm are like the two biggies. I mean, all living creatures carry some degree of, of bacteria. Yep. Um, but those are like the two biggies that you would need to watch out with them. Those are pretty extreme to me. Yeah. To chance getting... But I like the idea of what they do. I love, I love the benefits. I really like the benefits. Mm -hmm. They literally carry everything your skin needs. And I'm okay with it like in a sheet mask. Yes. I don't think I would go the live animal route. I, don't, I wouldn't go the live animal route with the 90%. 99%. Correct. 
of trends. I don't even know about the fish pedicure because I feel like Ooh. they're eating the things from other people's feet too. Well, I've heard that that's actually dangerous for that reason because they do they have a spread. lot of bacteria. And like they even tell you when you go for a ped- pedicure to not even shave Correct. Your You're legs not supposed beforehand. to. I mean, I, a lot of people do. I do. I'm not going in there with toe beards. The other week I was booked <laughs> with somebody. Hairy ankles. <laughs> full leg wax and then pedicure after where they were supposed to go to someone else and like i i had them call like i was like hey guys you know and i mean the the client book herself but i was like hey sure. could somebody just contact her and reach out like she can get the pedicure the next day yeah or we could do the petty first yep but we can't, but we can't do the do other way after. because now she has open skin yep and that's even the same for we're going really off topic mm-hmm. here that's the same for massage don't come for a massage literally after mm-hmm. you've had the hair ripped out of your body yep. You're going to leave with red spots and you're not going to be happy with your service. Exactly. You're going to blame it on us. Yep. Something was different. Or, yeah. you know, people coming in I'm and allergic. like, oh, I want like a scrub. No, you don't. Nope. You may no, want you it, don't. but we're not going to give right. it to you. <laughs> yeah. And I'd rather get in trouble for that. <laughs> yes. Saving a person. Then have something that we know is going to happen, happen. Yes. And then you're angry with me about that. Yep. Because that's a whole other issue. Completely other issue. But yes. Also, fun fact. Mm-hmm. I'm going to repeat this, but I'm not 100% sure of the truth of it. I questioned it, but I was listening to a podcast, and they had somebody who was like an animal person on mm-hmm. it. And snails actually have the most teeth out of all of the animals in the animal kingdom. Do they? That's what they said. I feel like they're, they're like those tiny little rays are like round. Right. But that would still hurt. But I, or would it? Would it be It would cute? be like a little tickle. <laughs> right? You're doing it with your hands. Yeah. That's what like I'm picturing it doing. <laughs> but they, this person claimed, I, actually, it was, a, it was an opossum uh, episode of a podcast yeah. that I listened to. And people claim that possums have the most teeth mm-hmm. and they were like nah they do have more than people they have a lot more than people but this Ugh, person said that they're i'm not surprised oh don't wrinkle your nose possums are really good they're really really good i know but to look at them i mean they're not the cutest i think i told you i saw one once very last minute in headlights at night oh no coming around a corner having his midnight snack in the road Did that was not him? a sweet face i will never forget it <laughs> i did the only thing i've ever like hit with my car like i not intentionally please like nobody you know i didn't <laughs> run it over um i love animals um yeah oh you're also supposed to stop if you hit a possum well, I know that now, but here's the thing. The reason I hit the possum, it was late at night. It was around a very steep curve. I'm not judging there was you. A, yeah, there was a car <laughs> on the other side of the curve coming around, so there was nowhere for me to swerve. But it oh. also wasn't a road with a pull-off. Yeah. It was just road. Yeah. So if I had... We live yeah. in the country, so I it understand. Was, it was brought to my attention, and this is like in the mountains, though. So, like, it was, like, a hill situation. Like, there were, like, rocks on one side, and the other side was, like, you were going to go off the road. Yes. Yeah. Like, so it was a little rough. Um, It was brought to my attention later, like, oh, well, how do you know it was dead? Because it could have had babies in its pet. And now I feel like a terrible person. (laughs) I mean, that being said, like, there wasn't much I could do. Realistically, Um, too, a lot of people don't I don't hate them. I would never intentionally have done it. Of course, Erin. Nobody is thinking that. So no hate mail, please. (laughs) Um... But no, I don't think they're they're the cutest. I think it's the tail. Oh, the I don't tail like a big gross. fat tail. And it's like it's just it's ratty too. It is. It, yeah. It's very ratty. But they they do have hair on them, and I know it can like leverage I like babies. It. Oh, the babies are cute. The babies are cute. I like their I'm big okay mouth ears. But I don't like their mouths as they get older. That's fair. They look like they have all the teeth in the animal <laughs> they kingdom. They do, yeah. But apparently, they're not super mean. They put on a good front, yeah. but if you were ever to actually get well, they confronted by one, they wouldn't actually really hurt you. And they stink. I know, because like we they, have some in my neighborhood. Yeah. If you scare them, it, it'll like and trigger this scent that comes out of them that will make you think they're yeah. dead, and then they'll and play not. dead. That's gross. Right? It's a hell of a tactic, though. I will say, um, <laughs> so I like them more now than I did back in the day. Okay. 
because of the stupidest reason, there's a movie called Over the Hedge. Yes. Um, and William Shatner's the dad possum and Avril Lavigne is the daughter possum. Uh-huh. <laughs> and every time anything happens, the dad just immediately plays dead. Yeah. And after that movie, for some reason, I was... It like cured your fear? It didn't cure it, but I see them more. I don't know why I, I'm a little more okay with them. I don't love them, but I'm... All right. You're like really not into possums. I'm not, but that movie made me be more okay with them. Okay. Because now I picture them having like little possum conversations and stuff. I don't know. I'm weird. <laughs> it's okay. But yes, Sorry a cartoon a... movie. So far off topic. We're not even talking no. possum no. excretions. <laughs> but you know what we are going to talk about is whale sperm. Ooh, great just... segue. <laughs> yeah. No better way than to just get into it. Um, So whale sperm um, is used in several different products. I feel like people hear about it being used, though, more than it is. There's another product or byproduct, I guess, of whales um, that much, much, much more prevalent. Are we talking about? It's um, called uh, ambergris. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So ambergris is basically um, either the vomit or feces of a sperm whale. Just sort of depending. Sometimes they join together. Fair. Um, um, But basically, um, this will be secreted from the animal. Sure. Um, It floats on the surface, and then it will solidify like a rock as it comes to shore. And then once it dries up, it's just completely solid. And then they kind of break it down so that they can use it in products. It is so expensive. Um, it's one of like the most rare and expensive things because most people aren't like following sperm whales around, like trying to collect their business. Sure. Um, I know I wouldn't. <laughs> um, $35 a gram Shut is what it up. generally goes for on, on the open market. And that's what? just like general. It's not like, oh, this, you know, very high producing sperm whale, get, you know, that's did like this the today. median. It's yes. Wow. Um, so that um, it's used for um, any number of, of things. Um, they did used to, we don't do it anymore. Now they just allow it to occur naturally, which is why it is so rare. They did actually used to kill them because it's um, something that's um, created in like some of the enzymes in their digestive systems that ends up like having their excretions like have a lot of these properties that we're looking for in it. Oh, Um, And again, it's mostly, you know, um, so, you know, there's vitamin E in there, antioxidants, like all of these really good things. Um, And again, it's very exotic. So people like to spend a lot of money on exotic things. Absolutely. Um, But so they don't have to actually kill them and harvest anymore. Yeah. Um, They do actually just have people, though, who go out and they just sort of like search different areas that are known to have like high populations of this type of whale. And they'll kind of like go out and like comb the beaches and that that sort of thing. Wow. But that's what it is. So it's, you know, so when you see it and you're like, oh, wow, like why is this product so expensive? Like you're going to see it in there. And a lot of people are like, oh, it's amber. Like mm. they think it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's you're, you're paying that for. Yeah. For what you're getting. The, yes. Yeah. Um, things have been expelled from from their bodies. So will the product label label it as ambergris? Ambergris. Yep. Really? Okay. Yep. Just most people don't know what it is. So. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Thirty five mm-hmm. bucks a gram. That's insane. Yes. Um. So that's ambergris whale sperm. Though you can actually um. I forget the name of the exact brand again. It's like a smaller brand, but you can actually purchase um, through multiple companies um, whale sperm hair masks. Ooh. And this is so again, the ambergris comes from a sperm whale's <laughs> excretions, <laughs> whereas whale sperm is just kind of there. Any there aren't whales. any particular whales, just in general, whale sperm. I don't know what it is about whales. I don't know who first did this. Maybe they were swimming in the ocean with whales and like, oh, my hair is so lustrous now. My hair is now. so shimmery. <laughs> um, but evidently, it's really, really good for dry damaged hair. Um, people who are experiencing a lot of hair loss. Um, there's something in the vitamins and minerals that are contained therein that supposedly help to stimulate hair growth um, and revitalize your hair. 
I want to say it's the protein. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, because you hear about any number of different types of semen being used for these things. Sure. Um, Also, uh, bull semen is another thing. Okay. Um, This is another one that um, Goop likes to talk about a lot. Freaking Goop. Um, You're going to see that in products as spermine or spermine. Okay. So they don't really try to hide it too much. They don't. Okay. They don't. <laughs> they don't. And I think it's best you not even ask like, oh, what is this? Or what animal? Don't. Yeah. If it looks like it has sperm in the right. title, it's I'm, probably sperm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. Again, that is not something I've tried. Fair. <laughs> um. I would be, most of the other thing, well, until what we're about to talk about now, uh-huh. um, I'd be interested in maybe trying, you know, like sure. bee venom, yeah, snake venom, uh, because they're snakes, um, yeah. snail sheet masks, that sort of thing, and creams, like totally on board with. Yes. I don't want... Sperm. Sperm. <laughs> That's fair. Um, from anything on me and just sitting there and like i don't need to put a cream on it not you know and like oh here's a mask of smart i'm good yeah yeah i'm good also imagine having to another people who were into it you yeah. know and that's cool I again we're not here to shame anybody for your, just your preferences but imagine somebody coming up to you and being like aaron your skin is radiant you have to tell right. me your secret and then you have to sit there with a straight face right. And say, oh, yeah, it's whale sperm. Mm -hmm. Well, my favorite, and honestly, even like when I first got into this industry, I feel like I would never tell anybody like (laughs) if I even did use a product like that. Because I just remember, you know, telling people like, oh, yeah, you know, like, oh, so what do you do? And of course, you know, dudes, you know, of course, you know, like you're like, oh, yeah, you know, and like facials and like (laughs) facials. She does facials. Right. Like, okay, calm down. I'm not going to lie. That was my first thought when you were talking about Mm -hmm. it, though. (laughs) I mean, it kind of is. But I never um, say it in that kind of right. tone. But yeah. Maybe off off. That mic. happens all the time. Like, it's a weird thing for people to be like, Ooh. but like, yeah. it happens all the time. Of course. Of course. It's like when I say full body massages and they're right, like, and they're like a full, full body. body. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I knew exactly where you were, you know. People suck sometimes. They do. I also secretly, like under my breath, I do get a little chuckle out of it because I probably would do the same thing to someone had I, I too. not gone into the industry. Same. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, your I'm mind small just boy. goes there automatically. <laughs> my humor is, We're all is like fit for third small boys. Grade, exactly. <laughs> like third grade boys. <laughs> Um, and then we're just going to kind of like round this out a little bit here. Okay. With um, some animal droppings. We're just going to very briefly discuss them because there are so many different types that are used in so many different things. Yeah. Um, We're talking poops. Yeah, we are. (laughs) Um, So the number one thing, um, we still hear about this a lot now, um, bird droppings. Yes. Specifically used um, Eastern civilizations. Um, In Japan, it was very popular. Um, The uh, kabuki, Mm -hmm. you know, theater, um, and the geishas, um, they had so much a lot of times like lead in their makeup a lot of times there was like a certain degree of guano in their makeup as well but they sure. needed to seriously detox so they would use nightingale droppings to afterward detox. as basically like a mask for their face they would use um as a detox almost like the way that today and it kind of makes sense if you think of it this way um like when somebody is coming in and they have um like a severe acne Yes. You'll do like a clay mask or a mud mask or that sort of thing. It's drawing all of the impurities out. (sighs) So you can use it for coloring, like in makeups, or you can also use it to detox um, and clarify. Okay. Um, You can also use it to lighten and brighten. It is a natural exfoliant. Um, And Buddhist monks back in the day, I don't know if they still do or not, um, but way back in the day there were – Different accounts of them use – they would polish, so basically sort of like exfoliate okay. their scalps, and then they would use this on top to um, cleanse and just sort of like – they didn't have hair, but like they still cared about their hygiene and, you know, the way they looked anyway. Of course. Um, so they would actually do this as well. They would use that on their scalp. Get out. 
Mm-hmm. Huh. So there's that. It's also, um, as I said, like detoxifying, clarifying. So it's really good for acne treatments. Um, there is a urea and guanine in them. So both of those together, hydrate and exfoliate. So it's just a really nice, like detoxifying, <laughs> clarifying, purifying sure, sure. Um, product. Um, another one, um, bat poop. Yes. That's been used for a long time. Very similar. Sure. Um, not, you know, too surprising, I'm sure, after discussing birds. Right. Um, donkeys and other animals, their dung mm. has been used for eons. Again, back in the Egyptian time, that's like when we're first <laughs> sort of seen. They really, I would have loved to like, they had no idea what innovators they are. I know, right? Like everything either goes back to them or like Elizabeth. Yeah. One of Those the two. Those are the only two time periods I feel like um, we ever talk right? about. <laughs> um, but so they were using it for wound healing, also using it to ward off Ooh. evil spirits. Ooh. I like it. It's like double duty. Like it's <laughs> healing you physically and emotionally and spiritually just cleanse everything um, that is wild yes um so um it's good for infections um and um the microflora contained um in there also has um antibiotics so again really good for wound healing um if people were, were ill okay um one of the and I just, I'm going to finish out with this because I know I've gone through a lot of funky things. I looked at this episode as sort of like a little bit of a palate cleanser just in terms of like general topic because I didn't yes. go like too deep into it and discussing this, you know, yeah, yeah. scientific research, you know, that Gives or the other. Gives us an opportunity to go in deeper um, if we want to. Yeah. yeah. But so I think I just kind of want to finish out with this because I thought it was a really funny story. I kind of laughed to myself when I was saying You're it. I've really laughed excited. a lot. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm going to laugh again as I'm saying it, but I got such a big kick out of it. I think I probably still will anyway. Okay. Um, but um, there was someone named, um, I'm going to butcher his name. It's like a Her- Heraclitus or Heraclitus. I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce it. Okay. Um, but this is relating to um, animal dung. Um, so he was wandering the countryside. So basically he was someone who he had been like – there was this whole like movement. Like I feel like all civilizations like go through these these movements at some point where he was one of like the elite people. But a lot of um, – there was like a philosophy going around that gained a lot of traction – where and again everything is kind of you know cyclical sure like down with you know um the rich it's not about that it should be about like spiritual you know well-being and whatever and like who cares about earthly riches and people have too much power this that and the other so he basically and he was very very well to do he basically gave everything up he was a very well respected you know philosopher he i don't want to say he became a laughing stock but he basically ended up like he he became a hermit. Like he went okay. whole hog. Like nope, just cutting out society entirely. If it's not going to be the way he thought it should be, and you know he was like you know turning away from all these things of the world. Wow. So he was wandering the countryside. He developed um, edema. Okay. Which is you know fluid collection. Um, he was in the middle of nowhere basically, so we couldn't really have a whole lot of help. By the time people were able to come and, you know, they kind of, I think, you know, probably like welfare check, you know, sort of style, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, we're checking on him. They had some medical professionals come out. Medicine isn't what it is now, obviously. And depending on where he was in the countryside, there may not have been like anything nearby, you know. Right, right. Like an herbal poultice, you know, or, you know, and anything like that to help. So no one was able to help him. Okay. Um, so what he thought he would do, he would purify himself. So he uh, covered himself in cow dung to draw out all of the bad humors, going back to when we were discussing hey. that. <laughs> um, and he just like laid out in the sun so it would harden, you okay. know, the same way that you might do o- over a wound. Sure. <laughs> well, it was so hot and there was like no trees for shade or coverage and he just laid straight out in the sun for so long. Oh, no. Um, it dried and it basically turned into um, a full body cast. Stop it. While, you know, so he couldn't get himself out of it now. Oh, no. And he um, was basically like mummified alive. (gasps) And he was um, eaten by a pack of dogs. Stop it. 
basically, you know, I mean, but here, like, you know, he turned away from society and anybody who could help him and like he covered himself and, you know. But yeah, I mean, I get why he was thinking, you know, because he thought like, oh, all of the swelling. Yeah. Yep. This is going to help draw all of that, you know, fluid yep. out. Yeah. Um, but he didn't. way overdid it. And just mummified himself and was attacked by dogs. He mummified himself. And then that's and why that was so cast. funny to me. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, he just, it's from what I was reading, he sounded like a very like, like, kind of like miserly, scroogey kind of person. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I I can't. Just wanted to finish it out with that. <laughs> you know what? That's a perfect end to that topic. I, I don't know how else we would have ended that. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> no, that was good, though. I really, I've been looking forward to talking about some of these. Because mm-hmm. um, like you said, we have a mutual friend. I don't know if you follow her on social. Um, she did, I don't know how, um, she did the the snail facial yes. recently, though. And like, I'm not going to lie, her skin looked amazing when she was Mm -hmm. done and i saw this when i knew what your topic was gonna be and i'm like oh i can't wait to hear all the deets on Mm -hmm. this because i might be texting her and asking Mm -hmm. her where she got it done (laughs) but yeah i don't know why the 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 i don't think the poop grossed me out as much as maybe some of the other ones yeah same i was i almost felt like once i got there like when i started (laughs) i was very like like you know it's still but I think in comparison to some of the other things we could be doing, mm-hmm. and I was mild. like, you know what? I get where they're coming from with what they were doing here. Right. It does. So make for some sense. reason, it just I'm like, hey, put some dung on their face. Like yeah. I'm sure it doesn't smell sweet, but put some essential oils in there, and <laughs> right. you'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that said, I wouldn't go out and try it. Oh yeah, I don't want to. Like put if somebody's it on like, hey, I have some dog poop or you know whatever here i wouldn't be like yes give it to me right yeah um but i understand where they're coming from right yeah there is some like you know method to the madness there so mm-hmm. yeah well thank you yeah thank you for um having me present that <laughs> you make it sound like i have you as a guest on i know show. right <laughs> like you're not here thank you every- for listening to me uh ramble <laughs> no. about that that was good. I, I really appreciated that one for sure. Um, so before we do mm-hmm. the outros, we do have an update. We do. We finally heard. Yes, for ZenKaiCon. Um, we got a time. We mm-hmm. got a day. We're going to be presenting on Saturday. Saturday. I think it's, is it 10 a.m. or 11 a.m.? I think it's 10 a.m. I think it's to 10. 11.30. Um, so again, if you're interested... Go check out mm-hmm. their website. You can buy day passes if you yep. would like to come in and see us. Mm-hmm. Um, just a little preface to it. Um, it's We don't think it's going to be graphic enough for people to be disgusted with us. Yes. However, but... <laughs> Zenkai wants to put out – well, not once. They will, which is yeah. fine. We, I we think completely understand. As they enter the room, they're going to have them sign the form. Is it a form? I want to say that's how it is because they said there's. Oh. It's either going to be. They might not have them sign it, but I know there's at least going to be a sign outside saying that like basically a waiver saying you understand. Yes. There's going to be a. Our. uh, The nature of our presentation. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You will have to Mm -hmm. acknowledge I'm pretty sure it's just a sign. It, the reason we're a little confused still is because it was a discussion that they were going to have people signing waivers before they came Yes, in. there were going to be waivers that came after we were going to be 18 plus very late at night. Like, And by late at night, I mean, I think it was like Saturday morning at like 1230 in the morning or something. Yeah. Um, we got it down to no, uh, <laughs> you know, so we sent over some um, examples yeah. The sort of thing that, you know, we show. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we got it down to then waivers. And then now I don't know if there's still a waiver or if there's just, like, going to be a sign. I want to say it's way, just posted. Don't be surprised. But, like, it, it, it we're purposely not mm-hmm. picking the most gruesome of pictures mm-hmm. that we could. 
but we wanted to initially but we were like yeah let's we wanted to go ham yeah but zenkai does not want Mm -hmm. us to and that is okay because we, we are don't want to present it to 12 in the morning either. <laughs> yeah. So we're yeah, we're, we're more time. than happy. We're just glad they're having us. So yes, yes. We yeah. finally got it all squared yep. away. Um, but yeah, that that is officially in mm-hmm. the book. March 20, it would be the 6th. Yep. At Saturday. 10 in the morning. Yep. Uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I must said the zip code and I don't know the zip code. I don't either. <laughs> But just go to the Zenkai Con website. Um, again, you can buy pa- day passes. Um, you you will have to pay to get into the event. But I mean, I think we're it's worth like minimal. It. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know the prices of it. Um, but it'll be a fun hour. They gave us mm-hmm. an hour and a half's worth of time yeah. too, which is a well. Lot. I mean, knowing us though, <laughs> we'll probably because when still we initially really signed close. up, we were like, yeah, let's do an hour, and that was a few years ago. And then you know, COVID hit. Yeah. And now we're going to be doing it. And we're like, yeah, you know, let's do maybe an hour and a half. And it seems like so much time. Uh-huh. But I mean, we literally talk more than that. <laughs> all the time. All the time. So, yeah. We literally sit here and look at the timestamp. Because we know we're going way over what because we intended. We, we have a limit and we always go over mm-hmm. it. So we won't be able to do that at Zenkai. They will kick us out of the room because yes. other people want to present, and that's fine. We we totally understand. And we'd that. like to hear other people too. <laughs> yeah, and we have like Believe an itinerary. It or not, we we want. don't always just like to listen to ourselves talk. Um, there, yeah, they they always have some really really good presenters too. Yeah, so. the last time in person, there were points where Aaron and I were literally running through the convention center to get to another presentation. Mm-hmm. So, again, you can use that day pass for the whole day, too. Yep. We're super early in the morning, so check out the schedule. See if there's other presenters there that you might be interested in. Because um, it's fun. It's, it is, We look yeah. forward to it every year, even if the last couple were a little squirrely, just with COVID and everything. We haven't missed one yet. No. No, we haven't. <laughs> and this year, we can't. We even went virtually last year. <laughs> now we have an and obligation. And I had my shirt on and everything, like, already. <laughs> we did. <laughs> oh so yeah on that note this is am i pretty now podcast i'm Haley. i'm erin stay spooky friends am i pretty now is hosted by Haley eshelman and erin healy our theme music was composed by jason mundock the show is recorded at the so good media studio at the candy factory a co-working and social club in Lancaster, PA. Schedule a tour at coworkinginlancaster.com. Keep up with Haley and Aaron and all things Am I Pretty Now on Instagram at Am I Pretty Now Pod.